0: The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears, but when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Welcome my friend. I'm very excited to share with you this lesson today on where to place your protective stops. One of the most important things in trading. And tell you up front, it's gonna be a little controversial. Some of you might send me some hate mail. Um, but others of you are going to send me love mail because I'm going to save you a lot of money. If you follow this, this is seriously a very important thing that can dramatically change your trading immediately. So trading is a business of probability. Let's be very clear about something. First of all, in trading, there are no certainties. We don't predict the future. We don't have a crystal ball. That means we are going to take some losses. We will be wrong sometimes. And Because of that, we must use stop-loss orders, protective stops, whatever you want to call them. They are very, very important because when we do take losses, we do not want to take big losses. Human nature is just the opposite. This is one of the challenges of trading. By the way, trading is actually counterintuitive to us as human beings, myself included. And I wrote an article years ago saying that good trading must be unnatural, and this is an example of where that is true. For example, most traders like to take profits quickly because, hey, we move toward pleasure. And we see that p and go up green. It's pleasure. We love it. We want to make sure we don't lose that. So we lock it in. The problem is we take profits quickly and therefore our winners become small. On the other hand, when the market moves against us, ooh, that's pain. And as human beings, we tend to move away from pain. And we don't want that pain. So therefore, a lot of times people will either remove their stops or they didn't put their stops in to begin with, and they'll let that market move against them further and further hoping that it turns around because we don't want to get that, that sense of defeat, that sense of, ooh, I've actually locked in a loss. Well, let me tell you something. If the market moves against you, the odds are it's probably going to keep moving against you. It's going against you for a reason right? So hope, you cannot trade with hope, cannot trade with hope. That's number one. Number two is that we often find ourselves taking these positions and letting them run and run and run against us because we think that we haven't really taken a loss until we close out the position. It's just a paper loss. And that is wrong. That is wrong. I would challenge you on that. I've even heard some, well, so-called professional traders talk about that. Well, we haven't really taken a loss yet because we haven't locked it in. It's still just on paper. Okay, that is wrong. If the market's moved against you, even if you haven't locked in that loss and closed your position, you are down that money. That money is gone. Yes, you have taken that loss in the sense that, well, great concrete example would be call your broker. And if your account keeps going down and down and down and down, ask them, um, how much can I trade with now? And they're going to say, oh, well, we had to adjust your margin. You have to adjust the amount that we're going to allow you to trade, the size of orders we're going to allow you to trade. Um, because you've got this very red position now. And you could say to them, hey, no, I haven't locked in that loss. And your brokers are going to say, uh-huh, are you crazy? Okay, Because they know. <laughs> they know they're not smart or they are smart. They're not dumb. And they know that money gone. They're right. They're right. So that's one mental adjustment you need to make. Okay. So let's talk about where you should place your protective stop. First of all, I'll address rather quickly, or maybe not so quickly, three places that you do not want to place your protective stops that are commonly taught. So what the heck, here we go. More controversy from top dog trading. Barry Burns, not Anything new. So, one thing that a lot of people will use for protective stops is above or below support or resistance. So, that could be a previous day's high or low. It could be floor trader levels, could be Fibonacci, um, whatever. Now, that is a horrible place for two reasons. Number one, they're too obvious. So everybody in this parakeet is going to see yesterday's high or yesterday's low or a very common support resistance structure in the chart. And therefore, you will be subject to stop running. So you definitely don't want to do that. Number two is that support resistance levels are not really lines. And this is a little tricky because you look at your chart and you draw a line there and you think that support resistance level is a line. It's not a line. It's not really a line in the market's mind. It is a zone. There is some give and take there. And you might have noticed this. A lot of times the market will go up above resistance and then come right back down. And you might see that on a two-minute chart. But if you look at it on a 60-minute chart, yeah, it went up a little bit, but it's still within one bar. Whereas on a two-minute chart, there might have been five bars that went above it and it came back down. So it's a fractal issue where some people will see it as broken resistance. Other people will see it as, no, it just kind of pierced it and came back down. So this is my point is that don't think that support resistance levels are lines. Those lines can be very deceiving. And so therefore, you would have to give it a buffer. Well, how much of a buffer do you give it? And that's a problem because there's no real solid answer for that. Another bad place to put your stops is based on a percentage move against the entry. And boy, this is just a terrible one. People, I mean, there's no good reason for it, right? There's no meaning to it. It's just that you say, well, I don't want to lose that much money. Well, that's fine, but there's no real logic to that. The market doesn't have any concept of where you're placing it based on how much money you don't want to lose, So it's really meaningless with regard to price structure, price action, that sort of thing. The other thing I find is that people usually use too large of a percentage. Now, I will give a caveat. And that caveat is that when we get to the type of uh, protective stop that I'm going to recommend, we are going to add a rule on top of that. So with regard to money management, you do have to adhere to a certain percentage but it's not because we're giving the market um, just room to move. It's because we have to employ this so that we don't break our accounts, right? I've talked to so many people who say, oh, my gosh, I lost all my money in my account, right? I've ruined so many trading accounts. That is ridiculous. I have never, ever done that, and neither should you. So my money management rule is to risk no more than 1% of my entire trading account on any one given trade. Actually, I prefer these days, one half of 1%. And I would never recommend anybody risk more than 2% of your entire trading account on any one given trade. And then we have money management rules for a day, a week, a month, and they get more and more conservative as they go on so that you never blow out an account. Very, very critical. Now, a third strategy that is commonly used, uh, that I also do not favor, is volatility stops. And these have at least some logic to them. So people use things like average true range, parabolic SAR, other volatility stops. And they say, well, you've got to use volatility because you need to give the market room to move. There's going to be some noise in the market. and We have to accommodate that noise on the smaller scale. So it seems very logical. There is some logic to it, except for one huge glaring problem. It violates one of the most well-known rules of trading. What is that rule? Cut your losses small, let your winners run. So if you think about that, and we all know this, right? Cut your losses small, let your winners run. We want our winners to be bigger than our losses. We got to cut those losses small. But a volatility stop by its very nature, by the very mathematics of it, is placing a stop outside of the recent range of market activity, which is going to be far away from your entry. It's going to be a big stop, a large percentage move in recent history of the market. So that's why I don't like them. So how do we keep that rule and still allow for the noise of the market? Uh, You don't. (laughs) You don't. We have to find a way of identifying the noise of the market and trade when that noise is removed and price action is not noisy so that we can get into a more low risk, precise entry. So here's the overall arching answer, and then I'll give you a more specific tactic. So the best answer to where do you place your stops is stops go where you're wrong stops go where you're wrong. What do I mean by that? I mean this, when the reason for your trade no longer exists, then your trade should no longer exist. If you're trading a triangle, a head and shoulders, a double top, whatever, and that pattern is broken, then you need to be out. Now that's the big picture, but you could still do that and employ one of the first three stops. So we've got to drill down and make it more specific. So the best risk management is actually an excellent entry. That's the key. The key to keeping your losses small, the key to having small, tiny, eensy-weensy losses is having impeccable, precision, accurate entries. And for me, I use my cycle indicator for that. So every trade that I take, whether it's a trend trade a trend reversal trade, a reversion to the mean trade, or a triangle trade. I love triangle trades, by the way. Head and shoulders, double tops, triple tops, whatever. Every single pattern I trade on the market, my entry is actually based on my cycle indicator. Now, the cycle indicator measures the swings of highs and lows, those oscillations. High, low, high, low, high, low. And I identify with amazing accuracy and precision that final low, to go long with this cycle indicator or the final high to go short with the cycle indicator. It gives such laser sharp accuracy. So the risk on my trades is only the range of a bar to maybe a bar and a half on every single trade I take. So depending on the time interval of your chart, the the risk, the dollar risk can vary a little bit. You keep that within say 1% of your trading account. You adjust your time interval to keep it within that. But the cycle indicator thing is just so amazingly accurate that I don't have to allow for the noise of the market because that's literally what it does. It only gives us triggers when the market actually shows a momentum shift in the opposite direction. So I rarely get a full boat loser, meaning where I get completely stopped out and lose all the money in the trade. Usually, I mean, the thing's so accurate, I can catch a cycle low and I'll take some money at the next cycle high. Even if it's not a lot of money, I lock in some profits there and now I put some green in my pocket, get some money in my wallet, move my stop to break even, and now I'm golden. And gosh, if you could do that on every single trade, wouldn't that dramatically change your trading? I mean, this is literally one of the very few things that can change your trading overnight. Now I do sell the cycle indicator, but I'm not here to sell you anything today. So what I will do for you as a podcast listener is I'll actually give you the cycle indicator for free. It's not an indicator that you have to download or import. We actually take a, an indicator that's already in your charts, very common indicator. It's on every charting platform I've ever seen and we modify it. We make some changes to it. And then I show you how to trade it. So it comes with a little tutorial about 30 minutes on how to trade it. What, uh, patterns you look for to trigger you in to trade. So best way to get that is just send me an email, barry at topdogtrading.com. That's barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at topdogtrading.com. Ask for the information on the cycle indicator. And right now, as I record this, I'm actually doing some live webinars where I provide that and talk back and forth with people, answer all their questions and give you a full tutorial. So you can actually take this and start using it in your current method if you want right away. And if you're listening to the podcast months or years later, then I'm probably not going to be doing the webinar anymore, but we'll make a video and we'll make that video available to you. Uh, Another special offer that we have is we're still offering our top 10 trading rules for success. And what these are is a little course for you, a little mini course of the top 10 things that I've helped my students to change in their trading to help them go from losing money to making money. It's no general theories or abstract ideas. It's very, very practical stuff where the rubber hits the road to bring real and dramatic change to your trading results. So, contains a special report, a little PDF report and three videos. You can get it right now by going to OnlineTradingToWin.com forward slash 10 rules. Absolutely free right now. Again, that's OnlineTradingToWin.com forward slash 10 rules. Oh, by the way, that's 10 T E N. The words 10 is spelled out. It's not the numeral 10. So go there uh, while it's free. So hey, if you receive value from this episode, then I'd really appreciate it if you pay forward to others by doing two simple things. Number one, subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. That way you'll get updates every time I do a new episode. And number two, while you're there, leave a quick little review and a rating. Only takes about 30 seconds, gives you good karma, and it encourages me to continue creating free tutorials like this so I can continue to help you. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither online trading to win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involve substantial risk. Financial loss even above the amount invested is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.